right, y'all. This is episode 191 of the Homeroom with Smooth podcast. I got with me my boy Frankie, per usual. I don't even know why I introduced him anymore. <laughs> He's a staple. <laughs> uh, so it's called the episode is titled today "Limit Social Media." Okay, so we're gonna be talking about uh, the Surgeon General here, and I'm gonna pull it up on the screen for y'all that can't see it. I'm gonna read it. So Surgeon General Vinick Murthy believes that children join social media too early and thinks they should only be allowed to access the platforms once they're between 16 and 18 years old. 13 is too young, quote, end quote. So, uh, Frankie, how do, you, how do you feel about that? Um, I will say I have to agree with that, but I don't know mm-hmm. how to implement it. And then two kind of like the things with cigarettes you know now it's like do we do a stop gap and be like okay from the people who already have it from now to now you're 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 able to join it like from 13 but then like in next year it has to be 16 unless your grandfather didn't um but that that's 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 a that's that's pretty much how i am yes i agree don't know how like how they're how they're going to implement it and oh and then three there's like there's no verification so yeah and and then what yeah, yeah, and then my thing is, my thing is, so I, I agree with all your points there, and then I would also say this, right? Okay, let's let's say you have these kids that have these YouTube channels, like there's that kid that does the toy reviews. That kid makes millions, and he does it with his parents. Like, is that okay or is that not okay? Like, to, well, I, I is, think... are we talking about kids that just the parents aren't involved? Yeah. Or just, yeah, just. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I definitely, I definitely think, think that that's what it is. Um, coming and it's coming from a person who pretty much has a kid in their life, and I, I see kind of just yeah. how not just social media, how like the phone like consumes them, and it's really, really scary how they get into these echo chambers. But I think it does show how the world has changed a lot too, and social media, it's now these, it's now a place where people gather around too, and 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 you know, it's an evolution of pretty much of, of the message form, you know, the message form boards or even just a schoolyard now or not just like, like a park. So it's kind of hard if you're saying, Hey, I'm going to limit, we're going to limit this. And, and without giving them an alternative, that's, you know, that's kind of scary too. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. That makes sense. But then at the, at the same time, like, I, I want to add to that. I, I guess I'll say I'll add to that to say, like, not seeing people in, like, I know growing up, right, like, mm-hmm. social circle, like, actual real social circle, like, people talking in a group, that has, like, dwindled down so hard, you know? Like, you see people online talking in a group, but talking outside in person in groups, like, that mm-hmm. interpersonal connection, like, of younger people, like, it, it feels like almost it doesn't feel as real, like their connections to each other. It feels a bit more fragile. Like they're not building real lasting bonds with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, like they're not that, able to really connect. I think there's there's two reasons for that. The main reason I'm going to say too, is just the travel of information. Because if you look at a lot of statistics, um, a lot of crimes and even abductions and all that other fun stuff, it's not it's not up since when we were kids. And at yeah. times you can say, "Hey, things are even safer uh, if if you if you put it to the percentages and everything." But since mm-hmm. information now is a lot more accessible, and news certain news stories trend um, nationwide right away, or, or even worldwide right away, mm-hmm. uh, people keep their kids in because they're afraid. Because they're like, "I don't want this to happen to my kid as well, too." And I think that's effectively yeah. helping um, take out take out social spaces. Plus the inflation with everything too. There's a, there's a lot less hangouts for kids because um by mm-hmm. by basic design any place that that's made to house kids doesn't make money um or as much money as other things have to um and you can tell like you know malls are going away because of because a lot a lot of stuff in the mall it's just for you have the food court and then you have window shopping so the, the stores that would attract people to go hang out at the mall they're going away and and so mm-hmm. it's just it's stuff like that because everything everything goes down to capitalism and 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 it's like I can't tell someone you you know keep keep this place open to to save money, um, 
you know, like, like, you, like, like, I can't, I can't do that. Or like, like, hey, don't be profitable, but keep this open for the kids. Like, I can't in good conscience say that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so I, I don't blame them for closing down shop or, or, or going somewhere else. But I think that has something to do with it as well, too, because, you know, being, being online is relatively free compared to the alternative. And I think parents like that, too, because they're able to keep their kid in a controlled environment. They don't have to spend money and then they still get their social interaction. Yeah, but don't you feel like that's also like making making kids a bit like just not like for instance like uh like when you communicate with somebody somebody like twenty I say about twenty three and younger that conversation goes like way different like even even if you guys are of similar interests mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like for instance no, I'll bring I, up the I example def- I definitely agree with that I, I wait, mean. Wait. Yes. So, so prime example is I'm talking to this guy in this discourse server. I talked about it before. I'm going to talk about it again. The guy hits me up. Right. And he's Mm -hmm. like, Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, can you, can you blur, can you, uh, can you, uh, cover that video, that link you posted? And I'm like, what do you mean? Right. He's like, well, um, I think, I think the warning label could be triggering. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, it's a warning label, so thus people don't watch it. Like, why do I have to then blur the warning? Wouldn't that just, like, blurring the stop sign doesn't make the stop sign less of a stop sign. It, I mean, it does make <laughs> the stop sign less of a stop sign, because then you can't see the actual sign to tell you, hey, you might not want to go in here. This might not be your cup of tea. But mm-hmm. if I put a clear warning label on there, that means you went in there of your own volition mm-hmm. after that. And I'm like, and then I told him, I was like, and then I put a three minute buffer at the beginning of the video. It's not like I opened up the video with violence. <laughs> like I, I literally like, I, I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like it, there, there's a level of, I think, sensitivity that they have that's good in a sense, but also bad in a sense, because they're not actually engaging with reality and realizing like things are even worse. I don't think it's so much that, um, and I'll put it, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll put it a video game analogy. Okay, go ahead. When we were growing up, more mm-hmm. so, if we wanted to play a multiplayer game, what did we have to do? I had to go to your house and sit on the couch. Yeah, or go to arcade, so you had to interact with others, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Now, what do you have to do? Cut the system on. <laughs> well, no, the thing is too because there's there's a lack of multiplayer co-op multiplayer games, like like unless you, oh, have, a, cooperative. Unless you have a Nintendo mm. system. So what's happening now is that mm. people they're losing, they're they're losing the ability to compromise. They're mm-hmm. um they're losing the ability to have like a discussion, and they think it's okay to disagree. Um and because and everybody says compromise like it it like they say compromise like it's like it's a bad thing. And the thing is, no, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, because my cousin and I, we used, to do, we used to do it all the time growing up. He, um, he liked NBA Live, right? I liked, mm-hmm. I, um, I liked Madden. So we go to my yeah. grandma's house when we were playing because there's only one console, one TV. He wanted to play his game. I wanted to play my game. So it's like, hey, guess what? I'm going to play NBA Live with you for a little bit, for, for like two hours. And after that, hey, guess what? Now we're going to switch the game and we're, we're going to play Madden for two hours. So I yeah. wasn't the biggest NBA Live fan. But I played and had fun because that's where we compromise, and then and and then it helps you interact with others. And hey, not yeah. learn, not, not everything's about you. And hey, and guess what? I was actually pretty good at, at NBA Live too. And 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 we do this together. So it teaches you compromise social skills. And hey, you might not always get to do exactly what you want to do at that moment, but you can still have fun. And then and then in the line, you get to play. Then people they they do the same thing because now what happens? These kids, it's. You go, they go to the house, someone plays a game. The, the person doesn't want to play it, they just grab this and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or they'll, and, and that's how it, and that's really how it is. And I think just the, mm. the foundation of just compromising and interacting with people and, yeah. and just doing things that, hey, it, it might not be exactly what you want to do. But, but you can still participate. And I mean, that goes on, mm. like, like we see that we say that work, you know, people get ball and told to do stuff. And then like, they like, they half ass it. And it's like, no, just because you're doing something that you don't want to do, doesn't mean you half ass it. Because yeah. a lot of people they are taught now, if, if it's not exactly what you want to do, you don't have to do it. 
and mm-hmm. it, and and it's it's not about the hey, what's the harm in doing this? Like, is it illegal? Is it immoral? Is it is it going to cause you physical pain? It's going to cause you physical harm. Mm-hmm. And, and the answer is all that no. It's like oh, what's the worst thing that happen? You make someone else happy, and you might have fun. And mm-hmm. that's not good enough for for things anymore. And I think that's what's going out, and that's what these online social debates do. And then you know, and that there's no repercussions now because now I could be here talk about anything what I want, um, you know, down, you know, talk down to somebody, um, call them stupid, um, you know, ridicule them with no mm-hmm. consequences. And I think that that's what's showing because we saw that with the Xbox Live because you have these kids, you know, calling everybody the fucking <laughs> word, you know, like that too. and it's like, yeah, because like I can't like there's no repercussions. And and then their parents not there because when people because that's the thing because when I hear kids doing that like that too especially like when I'm there I'm like hey stop that like, that's not how you talk to people. You know what's crazy? I, I just got through roasting somebody on uh on Call of Duty Warzone last night. Like dude, it was so bad. I clipped it. I clipped it. First of all, dude thermited himself. Okay, that's one. Mm-hmm. All right, that's one guy on my team. Secondly, the other guy on my team doesn't shoot at the helicopter that's about to crash into us and then it crashes into us mm-hmm. guess what happens after it crashes into us you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. we nearly die we nearly die he he committed suicide and we got the bounty points for it but at the same time we're just like i'm just like yo why didn't you shoot like you had clear i turned the, the helicopter to the side you had clear visibility you had mm-hmm. a clear line of sight and you just couldn't do it. And and I think I think, you know what I'm saying? Granted, granted, yeah. I, I had to compromise with them whenever they wanted to get out and go explore or whatever. And I'm just the guy flying the helicopter. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I think I think Warzone is one of those few like those Call of Duty where you they force you to play on a team together. Yeah. One of those few t- times where you have to actually strategize and go, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna go to this point, we're gonna do this thing together because you can't do multiple bounties at the same time. So yeah. I said, I'll, we'll do the safe cracker first so we can get money. Then we'll do your bounty. He said, okay. I said, cool. So then once he did his bounty, ba- he got the bounty. I said, dude, I'll go get the helicopter. You mm-hmm. guys can stay here. You know what I'm saying? That was my compromise. I'll go all the way over there, run halfway across the map, grab the helicopter, come back, pick mm-hmm. y'all up. And one of the guys still thermited himself. Like, But it, at the end of the day, it's one of those situations where like, we compromise. We compromise yeah. and compromise and compromise and compromise. And we we made it pretty far. It's just you know mm-hmm. there was a clear lack of uh, communication towards the end there because yeah. somebody wanted to just would kept but saying buy your guns, buy your guns. I'm like bro, buying the gun doesn't matter, fam. I'm like we need to get out of here. This mm-hmm. is a hot spot. Y'all ain't shooting at nobody. Like this is a hot spot. Let's mm-hmm. leave. He didn't want to leave. He just wanted to hang out. And so I got stuck hanging out. And guess what happened? Mm-hmm. Team wipe. We're all gone. Yeah. Game over. I pl- I hit on the button. Guess who I'm stuck with? This <laughs> NorCal. Okay, I'm stuck with NorCal again. All right. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, NorCal, you're in this game too? Yeah. But guess what? Me and him got along even better that game than the other game though, because yeah. I already knew what his his prerogative was doing mm-hmm. whatever. That's his prerogative. So I knew off rip. I'm like. I got to kind of stay at an angle from you and kind of like cover you because if I try to do me, you're not covering me. You're doing you. So my compromise was I have to just do whatever he's doing Mm -hmm. at the time. I have to move with him because if I don't move with him, he's just going to move anyway. Um, But anyway, needless to say, we lost that game too. And I got even more frustrated and I rage quit. Um, Yeah. But I, I, I said, I said all that to say this, um, Besides spaces like my podcast and other like podcasts where people actually sit down together and people give podcasts a lot of shit because they mm-hmm. feel like, oh, like people are like people just saying whatever. And in an echo chamber, I'm like, no, most of the time people don't agree that much. Mm-hmm. Like they agree, but they really don't be agreeing that much. They're just having a casual conversation. And that's how conversations go. Somebody's yeah. going to say something that's a bit outlandish and you're going to have to go, wait a minute, what? And then you'll try and like dial them back. You know what I'm saying? Somebody on some topic is gonna be a bit to the yeah. left or right. That's just how it is. And mm-hmm. and it and it's it's one of the few things left that teaches people how to actually have those uncomfortable conversations. 
I will say this. I yeah, go ahead. think kind of like what we're saying. And then before we go back, back to the original point too, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure from, and this is, I'm not saying this is true at all. This is just from my experience and what I was told when, when I was overseas, because I was, um, I was actually in Italy when that Orlando or when that Florida uh, nightclub shooting happened mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And a lot of times people said it because, you know, of course, they, you know, they know, they know I'm, I'm American and they kind of brought it out by having discussion because they said, Hey, how do you feel like feel about this? And they actually wanted to know and actually have the discussion. And it seems like maybe, and I'm not sure. So it, it seems like, like an Americanized view right now to be on one and the other and, and to be really extreme and be for mm-hmm. or against and have no nuances as well. And, and so when, and people, they, they don't listen to everything you say and they, they just see mm. one thing and say, Hey, th- th- this is all wrong. And sometimes, you know, we're, we're, we're all guilty of it. No one, no one's perfect too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I think that somehow that became the, became the norm. Um, cause I know we're talking about it too, when, when you hear like conservative as like that negative connotation mm-hmm. on it and, yep. you know, or, and then depending on, you know, on what side of the fence you're on liberals, negative, you know, conservatives, negative, everything's just negative. It's, it's not, it's not just, not just a description anymore. And, yep. and that, they made it, they made it that extreme. And, um, so that's, and that's the thing. So because of that, that's part of the reason why people just can't have a normal conversation and not disagree without yelling and bowing up and like oh my gosh this and that too and i think there's a difference between being like passionate and being disrespectful and Mm -hmm. i think um we got to we got to it where being disrespectful and or not sorry being boisterous and passionate kind of um kind of went hand in hand with being disrespectful and and then that became okay okay and normal and I think that's that's the one thing that I wish we could go ahead and and fix. That and people just like being negative anyway too. But back to the original topic. Yes. Uh, uh, I think the other the other part of it too with social media is that just parents need to be more involved. And I know that there's no easy way to say that, and it's really really hard. It is because of you know. And I'm, even with a two home, like a, a two parent household, it's hard. With a single parent household, it, you know, it can be even harder. Um, with family and everything too, just because, like, especially in certain places in the world where it costs so much to live. Yeah. So parents are doing it more and more, so kids <laughs> have more un, unintended time. And then mm-hmm. uh, even with like social media stuff too. There's a lot of it, like, cause I, cause I know, like, Apple, like, with the, with, um, like, with, with the iPhone, and mm-hmm. I know Android have it too. They have all these parental controls and everything, but there's really not like, and, and it shouldn't be on YouTube to someone, so for someone like one of us to be like, hey, this is how you can set up these things to control to, to use these, these these features to help monitor your kid's stuff too. A lot of it should be coming from the manufacturers and in a way to say, hey, this, this is what we could do and, and let's and let's let's help you because they put in the features, but they don't tell you how to use it. Because there's a lot of people that I talk to when they're getting like their kids a, a cell phone and um, and doing different things. And they have no idea how to use any of these features to, to help monitor and restrict um, as, as well, because these kids are having more and more, more and more time unattended. And like I said, and I know it's a vicious cycle and I can't tell people, hey. You know, you don't need to make more money. Um, cut back a little so people people can live and have a healthier environment for the for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, like I wish, like I would want to say that and say, hey, to to help everybody overall. But you can't tell someone to stop making money because they're gonna be you know because they're gonna be like, hey, who are you? And I think that's just like that's just the main thing. It's a vicious cycle, and more so than barring an age for hey, thirteen too young. I think because like you you said earlier, plenty of examples. There's kids that make YouTube channels with their mm-hmm. parents there's other people that do that with, you know they do things with their parents so so they can find out where they can find out where they're going and i think that's just like that's just the main thing that we need more we, we need more parental involvement but i do understand that it is hard for a lot of mm-hmm. parents to go in there because they're busy working and doing everything full source so they're working a full-time job now both parents just live have to work a full-time job 
then they have to go ahead and guess what? They have to go make dinner, get lunch, pack grocery, run errands, help their kid with their homework, do everything else too. So guess what? When they need their self well-deserved time to decompress and be silent, guess what? The kid's being unmonitored and they're, and, and they're doing mm-hmm. things. So I can't really fault the parent as well, just because there's so much going on and it's so hard and th- there's really no perfect solution. And I think maybe like the 13, you know, I think it is too young, but I think it is kind of a cop out. And then there, and mm-hmm. there needs to be more verifications for, yeah, to actually do the, do the thing because I can make a, a an account right now and say I'm 13 and it really doesn't, there's no verification. And I can make an account if I'm a 13 year old that says like I'm 18 and I got, no I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Here we go. You can't be on that platform till you have an ID. Do you have yeah. an actual ID and they actually verify your ID? Like, I think, I think that's what it's going to have to come down to for all of them. Like you're going to have to, yeah. like a lot of people didn't want that to happen because a lot of people like running those parody accounts and all that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but I think eventually everything's going to have to be linked back to somebody. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the only way to make the internet and the so- and social media a safer and more r- real place. Like, well, I think yeah. people are, I think people are going to have to, I think people are going to have to do, that's the only way to get the kids the age restriction right and to, and also get verification right as far as identity then you can stop the the check marks and all of that because everybody's verified mm. everybody's verified like a hundred percent verification across the board because i mean you you force you force you force lyft to do it for their drivers you know what i'm saying every everybody does it for all these other things i'm like i don't i don't think i don't think it's a stretch to go Oh, you are really Byron. You know what I'm saying? That's my real name. Like, oh, I'm really Byron. Like, yeah. I don't think I don't think that's a stretch. I I think it it could be though, because of for people that are doing certain things, because I know people they just make videos and say say they just do animation or they just they just do certain things and they don't want their face out there. I can definitely see how that verification could be a problem. So then it's gonna be like how so, how much transparency is it going to be seen? And then just also the repercussions for that as well, too. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll compromise here. When doing that, the person doesn't have to go by their name at all. It's just it's just a back-end thing to say this is a create account. Yeah, to create an account, period. You can be whoever you want to be online. You can create a whole new persona for yourself. I don't care. But at the end of the day, it is linked back to a regular person at the end of the day. Yeah. So if something happens, goes on, they don't have to track your IP address. They don't have to do all these fancy things mm-hmm. to find out who the you are. Like, no. Uh, you you are verified and you are who you are. I can see that. I I, I can see that working. I think there's there's gonna be a there's gonna be a lot of backlash because there's backlash for for doing from for doing anything. Um oh yeah, of course. So like so, like I said, I'm 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 definitely I said I said I'm I'm okay with that. But then I guess if it's implemented correctly, um, and and th- th- different things different things you're gonna do. I do think that's probably gonna be the only way that there could be they could get the air. That is the only way that they're gonna be able to get the age verification correct. Um, yeah. But then it's like does that open the door for a bunch of other things as well too? So that's you know, um, because then I'm like okay, because now I have to register for. YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and all these other things. So it's like, because then it's like, okay, now do, do I have to register for IGN? Do I have to register for for everything that has that thing? There's that slippery there's there's that slippery road that and and so I get the fear for that one too. There's that slippery road where people are like, do I have to register my stuff for everything that it might have content? And okay, so this 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 is my this is my thing. This is my thing. If you can, if you can make an account where you are engaging in the populace, mm-hmm. in the mass populace, right? Mm-hmm. To to make an account on there, mm-hmm. yes. To view the content itself, no, yeah. no. If the website yeah. wants you to view the content itself, cool. But to actually engage in conversation, you need an account 
and you register by being verified yeah. on the back end. So I, yeah. I think that's I think that's the fair compromise. Like you can look at it, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Like plenty of people watch YouTube videos to learn how like I, I watched the YouTube video to make sure I was uh putting this thing together right. Like I forgot yeah. what I was putting together. I think it was my bed. So so then I'll I'll put it this way then too though. Because mm-hmm. this is the issue I see having, and this is where I see content creators might say no to it. Because the more things you have to register to interact, and 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 now like the new metric everybody's using right now is engagement. If you're putting a roadblock for engagement, how is that gonna how is that gonna hurt their bottom line? And well, I mean, it, so, it doesn't it. It doesn't hurt the creator. It hurts the site. Well, no, but it it, it hurts the site, which also hurts the creator. Because what happens is that because YouTube is using stuff for engagement, right? And that's how they're doing certain payoffs. Same thing with Instagram, same thing with other things. So, because that's a metric that people are using. So, if I'm putting, if I'm putting a, a barrier in front of there, that, that's, that's an, that's an hurt. Cause, cause I'll, I'll put it this way. I know people who like Instagram, or sorry, people who like my content, but they don't have an Instagram. They don't want to get Instagram. But if they want to, if they want to look through through my through my collection too, it's telling them to make an account. So therefore, that stops that stops my engagement, too. For, for and so, that, and that's just that's just the view stuff, right? But if you're doing things that too, I I get more for, for different payouts. You get more for more engagement. So the more people who comment on my stuff. That's an engagement. Mm-hmm. Now, so now if they have to create an account to do that, that's gonna be a stopgap. And and I'm like I'm not I'm not saying pros or cons. I'm just saying I think that's where content creators they might say, hey, hold up, because because now because now you're dipping into their pockets for right. uh, for now, verification. But now, but but here's my thing, right? Here's my thing also, right? Most of these people that do engage already have an account. Like so, no. They, all all, they all you're saying, all you're saying is, like, and my thing is, as long as there's the correct buffer period for it, like, a lot of people are already online, right? They mm-hmm. already have stuff. Like me and you were content creators. We yeah. should not have to go through the step to extra step of verification because I'm already here. You're already mm-hmm. there. Like it should be like new pages. If you are born. This date you will be doing this, and everybody else. Over time, we will get everybody else. Like no, I, to... no, I totally get what you're saying, but 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 yeah. this is what I'm saying. So because because we know people who because and we see it all the time. We people they just created YouTube just just to engage with the community. So so yeah. so now now we're putting that extra step in there too. So is that so now it's like are they going to do it? And and that and I'm thinking that will hurt. Just to get the information right, I'm saying that's a, that that that's gonna hurt engagement for people, and and that's where I'm saying for people people will be like people are gonna be like uh no no because I'll, I'll put it this way, I go on Twitch when I used to go on Twitch when there's pages where I have to subscribe to to engage in your chat or I have to subscribe and wait for a certain time to engage in your chat. Guess what? I'm peace out. I'm not engaging in your stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, and and Twitch, no, Twitch is and, like that. Yeah, no, no. So, so I'm saying if we give someone saying, "Hey, now to go ahead and to register for an account, even though you're not going to post anything, you're not going to create anything, you just you just want to comment," and because and it's, and we all know people people that do that. But now it's mm-hmm. like, oh, now you have to register your ID and verify and this and that, and give them that extra step to do everything. That's going to push them off, and then or you know or it'll slow them down. So then I could see how. I can I can see how content creators they might push back on that. I'm I'm not, I'm not saying there's a right or wrong way. I'm just saying that's the I mean, other yeah, side. Yeah, you're right. Because if mean, you give them a roadblock, every everybody would have to do it at the same time for it to be effective. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. if all the sites do it at once, then it becomes this thing. Okay, everybody has to do it. I I literally just have to do it. All right, mm-hmm. cool. It, it's like it's like getting a driver's license. Like you could just hop in a car and drive, mm-hmm. but if they require you to get a driver's license. All yeah. right, I'll get a fucking driver's license. Like it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think that I think that will work in that regard. Um, but if if there's not anything else you have to add on this topic, we're gonna transition to another thing right after this. Hey, uh, 
if you're someone that craves vibes when it comes to music like I do, you need to check out Rose Petals. Rose Petals is a 12-track R&B album by yours truly, Fair Shell, and it just dropped. It's available right now on all major digital outlets. I'm personally inviting you to come and vibe with me through music. Let me know what you think. Shout out to the home team with Kosher Sound. And you already know we're supporting and watching Homeroom with Smooth. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. All right, so look, hey, her link is in the description down below. All right, her link is in the description down below. Go check out that album right now. Uh, so, so, uh, next topic. So, the Super Bowl, it's been confirmed. We know who's in it, baby. We know who's in it, baby. Go. We got we got the Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, Philadelphia Eagles, baby. Eagles flock, let's fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. You know, you got the arrowhead. Um, exciting, exciting times. Congratulations to both teams. Both both yeah. fan bases are insane. Um, you said the Chiefs, the loudest stadium in the NFL, are you could say arguably because the people up in Seattle, they they are going to um, disagree because they're saying the 12th mm -hmm. man. But yeah, and then Philadelphia, we all know how those fans are. But I want to get into something a little more controversial, maybe, or just oh, hey, okay. in plain sight. Um, referees, lone calls, uh, missed calls, Bruh. bad calls. Um, oh it's all over sports. We saw it over in the. I'm telling you, we saw we saw we saw it in the NBA. Um, we all saw uh, Le LeBron James fouled on the last minute layup, and Pat 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 Bev Patrick Beverly, mm -hmm. the best technical of all time. Um, I, I gotta say, yeah, but, yeah, that that was a legendary technical. That's going yeah, that's and, going and, down and, in the history books. Yeah. <laughs> where, and, did, and then, where did you get the camera? It was one of the one of the reporters on, <laughs> on, on, on the on the baseline. He's like, "Let me see mm -hmm. this," like you know, because he tried to show the ref, which 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 was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, you know, NFL. I don't think the calls were as as, as bad as as egregious, um, but there were definitely some calls that were that that were missed um, to help certain things. So, what do you think about? pretty much the state of officiating and how do you think we could fix it? Okay. So I seen online, a lot of people proposed. Okay. A lot of people proposed finding the refs. I don't know how I feel about that, man. That is a, that is a weird, I, I, that is a weird gray area for me. Cause I'm like, look, the game is moving fast, right? Mm -hmm. We get to see it on the screen and we're displaced from it. They're actually there on the court. I'm telling you, I've been that close, and you're going to miss some stuff, bro, because there's so much going on on the court. Like, if you're watching, there's three refs on basketball. We'll talk. Let's talk LeBron first, right? There's three refs on the court, okay? I don't know. I'll three. miss that. Huh? I, two of them I, missed it? I, I don't know how I, two yeah. of those refs missed yeah, I, 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 I don't. I don't either. But what I'm saying is the game moves fast. A lot of bodies, they're big. I, I, I could see it happening. However, in that critical moment, okay, that's the that's the last bit of cop out I got for y'all. In that critical moment, that is your job as an official to make sure you get those calls right. And my thing is, like, that was the clearest day. Like, you just see, you just seen his arm just collapse. It's up in the air, just fine, and then it just collapses. Like it's LeBron James, his arm doesn't just collapse. It like, like how did it just fall out of the air? All I'm gonna say is that the NBA added that third official because the reason you say the game is because they have two. Then they're saying the game is faster, more things are happening. Let's add an official to ha to have them to 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 to. to not miss stuff like this. Yeah. My issue, and this is my issue, is that refereeing is not consistent. And depending mm. on who you are, are depending on who you are, 
or when it when it is in the game, mm-hmm. they will tend to swallow their whistles. And I understand mm-hmm. on certain things you can swallow your whistles, but these same refs called a foul when they're all out of position on a fast break because mm-hmm. someone missed a shot and he wasn't touched. Because mm-hmm. he missed, you know, his layup or whatever. So how are you going to get LeBron James unopposed? And the thing was, it wasn't the fact, it wasn't how he, it wasn't the fact that he missed a layup. It was how he missed a layup. The ball didn't make it above the rim to the backboard. Which means, hey, guess what? His arm was interfered with. And the thing is, too, unfortunately for LeBron, it's it seems to be a recurring trend because they kind of have shack rules. So they're like, oh, we can call foul on, a foul on him every time. So we're just we're just not going to it. And the thing is, with these games, where these calls that should that should decide the game, um, if they got the calls that were and because NBA they do a two a two minute report, they do a two minute report. And the Lakers are, and LeBron James, they're regularly on this report. So it says, hey, in the last two minutes, we're messing up. and missing all these fouls on LeBron James. Maybe you need to go in there and be like, hey, guess what? We need to pay closer attention to this. And if those Lakers and those four games that were close in these circumstances, the, 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 you take away four losses, put away four, and give them the four wins, the, the, the Lakers are in fourth place. Yeah. In the division. Yeah. So it seems honestly like I know what to do, but if you, because the reason why they do these two minute reports is so that they could refs, they could learn, learn these patterns and fix what they're doing. And the fact that these two minute reports are not working shows they need to go something else. So I'm not sure if it's finding them. I'm not sure if it's adding, adding another ref. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's, you know, you know what? To, to, you know, there, there's a lot of things that they need to do, but obviously they're not spending enough time mm-hmm. to go over this report to say, hey, these are your mistakes in this situation every time. Because that's the thing. For any team with a superstar, usually in the last two minutes, if it comes down to a final play like that, the game's go, it's going to the superstar. So if you notice, yeah. like, hey, this superstar is getting fouled a lot or traveling a lot or fouling a lot, mm-hmm. you, you could you could go into the game and that's what, that's what you look for. And it seems like these refs aren't doing that yeah i yeah so what what i would propose as a solution you have all these cameras use them in the last minute just use them just use them get it right just in in the last in the last minute in the last minute because the games most games are already decided before then Mm. before then there's very few times where it comes down to the wire and they like banging it out and they just get it done, right? Yeah. And if it's clean, right? If if you're if there's a discrepancy, like a blatant discrepancy, there should I believe there should be there should be honestly, honest to goodness, honest to goodness, there should be a fourth. There should be a maybe maybe we need a fourth rep, a fourth rep that his job is the camera, okay. On the four, on the within that one, he only works within the first within that one minute. Okay, mm-hmm. one minute. His job and his only his or her only job. Okay, because mm-hmm. they do have a female ref now. His or her only job is to make sure all all them calls is right. He can trump whatever's going on just during the last minute. That's it. That's your only job. Your jo- you work one minute, mm. one minute a game. That is it. You get a local ref, okay, somebody local, because everybody has a local ref. Mm-hmm. You get one local ref. He comes in, fourth quarter, and that's his fucking job. The last one fucking minute. That's it. And then all the calls are right. So there, there are two things, and I'll, I'll, I'll go more over to, more over to football. Um, okay. I do think so. There's two things that go against that. One is money because they don't want to pay any other person money. These leagues don't. Two, yeah. two is the pace of the pace of the game. Um, yeah, it does. It does. I and I, I the the thing is because and it's weird because basketball is always free moving, free free, free, free moving around too. 
so it's harder to to check to check certain things. I um that, and I think that the thing is too, a lot of views that we get on TV aren't the views for the cameras that that they get in the um in the in the stadium. Mm. Um, so the thing is now they have to train their cameramans and their camera crews to look for stuff like that for 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 that for that as well too. And then during that feed, do they call it? Um, I do think like in the last two minutes, in the last thirty seconds, um, you know, and maybe maybe they 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 need to have a rule if the game if the game's within five you know five points in the last minute. Um, a lot of stuff a lot of stuff's gonna go into review, especially if there if there's a especially if there's a a stoppage of time. What if the rep works from home and he watches our view? Well, because I think I think the, the the thing is too, there's that delay, so so oh, that's yeah. the thing too. Um, so like I said, it works because mm-hmm. it works more in football because in football after every play it's stopped, and then that's why they have New York and and they say you know because that's why they always say New York because they have they have that sky eye too. And basketball it's it's still moving. Um, so that's why I mm-hmm. think for yeah, um right. like I think like last play mm-hmm. probably because obvious obvious stoppage in time. Um, last play review. Someone calls a timeout in that last thirty seconds, last you know, last you know, last minute time stoppage in there. Definitely review. Um, that, that's because because we because they do have challenges, they do have other stuff, and that's usually they what have official reviews, don't they? Hmm? No, they they have reviews, but those reviews are are always when when the clock is stopped. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe in the last thirty seconds, if the game the game's within five points, every time there's a, there's a clock stoppage, anytime we well, there's like an obvious. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and I can't say a score, like but you know, clock stoppage. We, we go to review. If you let the the refs err on the side on the side of, hey, let me call this, and and then let's let, let's review the foul. Let's review the foul. That might be something else too. But then I do know, like if a game's close, they they don't want to go ahead and um stop the play to have everybody reset up because maybe a transition defense. Or sorry, transition transition offense is what someone needs. So like, there is really no perfect answer for for the eyes in the sky. Okay. Because... Okay. One 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 last one last one last question. One last question. What if? Okay. What if? What if? What they did was all right at the end at the end of because that play happened. That was the last play of regulation. Mm-hmm. What if you just review that? No, like, I no. That's what I said. I, I agree with that. Anytime there's a clock stoppage or anything like that, too, that you should you should be able to you should yeah, be able okay, to review okay. it because I think that's also yeah. if stuff like that happens as well too, that will encourage a team to freaking keep a timeout to stop the play. So so then during when they're moving the ball and everything, they can re- they can review something, too, mm-hmm. because I because I know off of anything because people they have shorter and shorter attention spans. Nothing is worse, especially mm-hmm. when you see a basketball game, of like. Hey, we're stopping this now. Now we're going this. We're stopping this now. That's one. That's one thing where soccer gets it actually right, because no, no matter what, your clock is moving. And then the, the time that they use for penalties and injuries and stuff like that too, they added on to the end, mm. as 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 well too. Um. So and then even so, even when they call a red car card or, or they're reviewing something, that that go that goes into it. So that mm-hmm. that's one thing. Because at first, like I really didn't understand how, uh, and that's you know dumb American, because because you know because because we, we don't have football, we just had soccer in it, and then but we're used to we're used to, we're used to our clocks counting down, their clocks count up to ninety minutes, mm-hmm. and then after that, any time for extra time they add to that, that's what they add, and mm-hmm. um so that, that's the one thing where I say soccer does get it right too, um it's because mm-hmm. like like okay. the clocks all the clocks always moving, um so. Um, I think like short term, like I said, I think last play should be should be reviewed. Maybe like like I said, if if we're if you're within you know five points in the last minute, stuff like that gets you know they're, they're able to go and review like and, and review more things. And then the last one would be just to um, what do I want to say? So we did that too. And then the um, uh, last one, just anytime there's like 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 a clock stoppage. And then yeah. and maybe it seems like hey, if three refs can't get the job done. Yeah, the forest get the job done, but sometimes they call these calls because they're saying, "Hey, I didn't have a good enough view." Because if you look at the refs, there's two refs looking at LeBron James. Yeah, 
and the guy and, and the guy going behind him. So so they're so if you're saying we got an extra ref in position, so then two two of these refs could be in position, and that's not enough. Maybe we do need to add another ref, and maybe the NBA they need to go ahead and uh, hire another official and have him go up and down the court. Yeah, I mean, if they did hire another official, then you'd have one on one end, you'd have one on the other end, and then you'd have two. You'd have two on both sides, so you'd have that the one that's on. Let's say you're on you're on the home team's end. If mm-hmm. they're on the away side of thing, the whatever the away team, you they just move up to half court, like whatever yeah. they just move up. They just move up to half court. Yeah, like, because, because you'd have you'd have everybody everybody in in position. I said I I don't know what's in uh. I said I I I don't know what's gonna happen, but um. Well, like I said, we we will see. Like I said, I have no idea what what they're gonna do. I think that's gonna be the only solution. To that or just hold them accountable and saying, hey, if these these are are in our our two minute reports, which we do for this reason, and you keep on messing it up, you guys wow. need to do something about that. Fine. Dun dun dun. But okay, let's get to football. Uh NFL is a different story. Um I could say even the Eagles had had some plays, and even though that game was different, so it was never really in question because uh they had the one touchdown, not what the the one touchdown pass, so they had that one deep pass. And at least with that, the field a lot bigger. So seeing people out of position definitely mm-hmm. um seeing people out of position definitely uh it's it's more acceptable in football because they're running yeah. 100 yards on the field so and and no one's gonna actually have like like the best position on there as well too they but like i said they do have mm-hmm. they do have new york um i know that they try to say out of games because football is just a long game in general mm-hmm. um i and i think they're always trying they're always trying to, to speed up the game because football, you have four quarters, fifteen minutes. You have an hour of playtime, but the clock stops a lot. That yeah. that's just what happens. So unless they're going to go ahead and change the rules, so the clock doesn't stop as much, we're kind of stuck with that. And they're trying, they're always trying to get the game under three hours. So, yeah. uh, so that that's the NFL sweet spot. So I know they don't want people calling calling stuff over and you know over and over again and and slowing them the game because they they even say that you could call holding pretty much every play. Um, I think. There are some egregious holding calls that they, when they're trying to let them play, that you just you just have to call. Because I know the Patrick Mahomes um, scramble at the, at, the, at the end of the game, there was two egregious holding calls, and uh, one guy had the guy like around his neck. And it's like, that's kind of how do you miss that? And you have more refs to, to look at different different areas of the field. And then this, and then they also have they also do have the sky judge too. I think different. Um, and then, but th- th- this is where you get weird with it i think partly with mm-hmm. the ball i think penalties that do not impact the play should not be called uh that that's my one big thing about that because sometimes a guy holds so far away and he wasn't going to pack the play and we know he was going to pack the play but, but but they call it and which which slows down the game and everything too i think that's the one thing they need to do with football and then because but and then too if you put in that sky judge on there to see certain things that's where it gets kind of dicey because then someone else, because someone else, they could go retroactively call something, call something that that would be kind of bad. Yeah. So, so I don't want the sky judge in, in every single play. Um, but I know I do know like on big catches and everything like that too. They um they should be able to go go ahead and check check really really fast fast as well too because because they, they they do get multiple views and a lot of the camera people they're able to go like feed one feed two feed three feed four and maybe yeah. and maybe. Uh, the if you have someone like in the production booth for like yeah. CBS or NFL and, and have have one of the officials there looking at, at at all the feeds so they could buzz in and be like hey guess what I I have this view as well at this view the guy dropped the ball because they're getting all those views simultaneously too yeah. so if you have people that are looking for the views and they say hey this guy dropped the ball right there on this catch and it's clear and obvious buzz it down and be like hey let's review this let's let let like let's 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 look over that i think stuff like that you should be able to do i i what what oh okay hold on hold on i'm trying to remember exactly what you said because there was one there was one piece i i I found that yeah that that part where you were like yo the guy's not impacting the play like yeah unless it's something like egregious like like if you're like 
if you're like just like roughing this other guy like egregiously or you tackle him out of bounds, like you want some yeah. NFL blitz type shit, sure. Yeah. Sure. Like, let's call that. But yeah, like the holding call that like it's just two dudes holding each other way over here. Like yeah. the play didn't it didn't matter. Like the guy wasn't an impact in at, mm. at all. Like there was no impact. Yeah, sure. it's like pretty much it, it's a three yard run to 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 the right, right? And a guy all the way to the mm. left is getting held. So he had no impact on the play. It's like what like why are you calling that? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But then at the then at the same time, you could somebody could argue. I'm just thinking devil's advocate. Somebody could argue, well, what if the person on the right wasn't available and now the person on the left is completely unavailable because he's being held? Well, no, no, that's, no that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if it's like if it's like a three yard play, that's the thing, too. If you're I'm saying if you say, say this person like we're playing Madden, right? So yeah. so you have a run to the right off tackle. Yeah. And then they're calling holding on the receiver because he's holding the DB all the way to the left of the formation. And it was and it, and it wasn't like like a break 40 yards. It was literally three yards. We're not calling holding on the guy all the way over there, because he he was okay, not, yeah, he, he was not going to hit that play. It, it, yeah, it, that's it's cool. stuff. It's, it's stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I can I can I can get behind, I can get behind that. Yeah, because because, because my, my my one issue is that if if you start using like because people they said hey let's use a sky judge if you start using a sky judge to call out penalties like that they could call penalties anywhere on the field. And that's yep. what I don't want to see, and and that's why I'm kind of against the sky judge. Yeah, I I, I agree I agree I agree with that because football would be egregious. Like I've always seen just wild stuff happen on the on the field, and I'm just like, yo, n- nothing, <laughs> nothing. Hey, hey, nope, nobody seen that. <laughs> no, nobody. Okay, okay. All right, cool. So. Um, I. Uh, I do. I do want to say though, um, to those people that are upset that Kansas City won over the Bengals, listen, listen, okay, listen. Your one dude, he roughed the passer for no free freaking reason, okay. He didn't have to do that. He he didn't have to do that, okay. Uh, they, they I, I went and watched that play because I all I seen was a clip of the. The uh the dude walking into the locker room, he's like, "Yo, why'd you just a QB?" Da, 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 da. And I went and watched the play, and I'm like, "Yo, why did you do that? The ball was yeah. gone." Well, like, yeah, I, I don't think it was so much about that um that one play because I'll say this on the kick return, which I I will say this, it was a bad punt when the Bengals punted the ball back to Kansas City, but there was a block in the back on that return that wasn't called. Um, that definitely yeah. impact, impacted the play. Um, there was a rough in the passer, not rough in the passer, there was an intentional grounding that you could argue should have been called, and that one didn't matter anyway because they still converted. The Bengals converted, but he threw it to the dirt right to right, um, and his uh, his running back was in the area. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, and the thing is, too, depending on, on the quarterback, you're depending on, on, on the quarterback um, and the cache you have. You, you could dirt mm-hmm. the ball and within 10 yards of, of a running back and it's fine. But then this one is yeah. like, Oh, he was five yards. But I guess since there was no, um, there was no extra wide receiver, they called it. And I think that's officiating that pe- people, people were getting mad. I don't, like I mm. said, I, I, I'm not, I'm not the one where like that, that roughing the passer call. I don't think that had an impact on the game because Patrick Mahomes still had eight, eight seconds left to get 10 more yards. To put because because that would have been a sixty yard field goal I think and then he would have ten more yards to to get him into 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 fifty you know or eight seconds to get ten more yards, mm-hmm. um so Patrick Mahomes could do that so that's why I'm like so even as soon as as soon as that kicker or as soon as the kick returner got got the ball back or the punt returner got the ball back to the fifty yard line I'm like game over game set and match Mahomes, mm-hmm. um so I yeah I wasn't really like the game the game was already settled there were just other plays in there. That you're like, okay, why are they not calling this? Why are they not calling that? With some mm. bad officiating on on both sides, but I think this year as a whole, like, because, yeah. and I'll put it this way: besides those two games, um, I'll put it this way: the there was the Rams Seahawks game, right? Yeah, and there was bad calls on that that went against the Rams. 
that there was mm-hmm. stuff that led to an interception and everything on, on the Rams, you know. So then the Seahawks got the ball, and the Seahawks, were, they were able to win that game, and the Rams, had, they, they had a lead. The issue with that one, though, is that mm-hmm. if, the, if, the Rams, if the Rams actually got those, got those plays called, so then Seattle wasn't able to get that interception and kick that field goal, and say, let's say yeah. Seattle lost that game, the, the Detroit Lions would have made the playoffs. Mm. Which means, so, and now you're affecting their checks because the playoff game is extra money. Their livelihoods, mm-hmm. their bonuses, they're you know they're, they're this, they're that. Because remember, some of these contracts they have incentives for playoff stuff like that too. You could have you could have completely redone Jared Goff's freaking legacy, too. Yeah, as, as well too. So and so like it's not even. I know these games were like the latest examples, but at least for the NFL, this has been the year where just officiating has been really really bad. Um, and they're missing some egregious things that are just wide 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 open. And like with the NFL, I, I know that they don't publicize a report like they do in, in the NBA. I do know that the refs, they get graded. And then, and then like the, the, the best graded refs, not crews, refs are able to go into to the playoffs. And then you kind of make like all-star, um, what do you call it? You make all-star crews. And maybe mm-hmm. that's a bad thing too, because then you're separating a team. And then they're the ones mm-hmm. like, hey, this guy, this, this crew as a whole is good. And now you're splitting them up. So now someone, they're used to covering this and this and from this from this distance. And then someone else has his back. Now they're on a different team. And they're like, oh, okay. And then, and then like, 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 and then like, like you change the style. And so maybe that's, maybe they should just say, hey, mm-hmm. we're keeping our crews together. The crews, are, the mm-hmm. crews are, are created as a whole. This is what we missed. This is what you missed, and this is what you guys need to fix too. I think maybe that's a, that's a solution. That's a solution for the NFL as well too. It's keep the crews together, so yeah, people that are familiar working with each other. Yeah, I, I I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Actually, sounds like a really solid idea. The top ref crews go yeah. to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I yeah. think that yeah, I think that's fair. That's reasonable, and like you're saying, like. It could you could easily like you know I could just simply relate it to like like this like me and you we understand each other like we're able to vibe off each other we're able to talk but then as soon as I go with somebody else I have to then like I have to like have a whole lengthy conversation in the front end just to kind of get the vibe yeah it's a different dynamic correct you know what I'm saying correct and then like you know what I'm saying I know what you're gonna talk about and how you're gonna talk about it you know what I'm going to talk about, how I'm going to talk about it and what angle I'm kind of going. Mm-hmm. So then we're able to bounce off each other. Like without that level of coverage in yeah. the NFL, it it becomes like that, com- that level of chemistry. It becomes mm-hmm. where, well, I'm watching this thing and mm-hmm. you, t- those two both might be really strong at watching this one thing. Yeah. So now all this other stuff, like you're saying, is getting missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there, there's just, I guess I think the other thing too, what the NFL really does, what what they really do need is they need a full time because the NFL they don't have any full time refs. Mm. So that's the other thing too. So I think they could get some full time refs. Maybe the refs union they make a deal now with the USFL too, and maybe they they use the same refs because now these two seasons they don't overlap. The XFL is coming back too. And then so, and at least they could get the speed because now the the USFL gives them more time at a high level because they even said it. There's different collegiate refs that go over to the NFL, and the speed is different from all from from all positions too. So you need so you need people that are used to dissecting the game down at that speed because we saw we saw it when we had the um when we had the um the replacement refs because they weren't used mm-hmm. to that speed. So I think the USFL, if they want to justify, oh, there's only 17 games um, in the season, uh, so for, per team, and so 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 we don't have enough we don't have enough work for them to give them full time. Work with the USFL, um, have them especially if the rules are very same or similar. Um, so then these reps that could get extra reps and call the game and do something, you get these crews that 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 work that work together as well too. And I I yeah. think that will definitely be a good. A good starting point because sometimes I think that the refs they're, they're just out of practice because they just don't they don't have enough time um time yeah, play time. reps and everything too and then there's that mm-hmm. drop off and the thing is like all the football seasons are at the same 
time as well too because you know college football ended a, a little bit ago too so so like you, you can't have reps that could go they can't do multiple things but now that you're having these these other leagues like the xfl the usfl that are coming coming on board have you know maybe you have to have like your little nfl reps pa or just football you know mm-hmm. american football refs um you know union and have them do everything and have them do have them do them all, do them all. so then you, you have a full-time staff have people get the reps that they need. Mm-hmm. You could have off-season training. They uh, they, yeah. they could go to these. Uh, they could also go to like training camps and everything that they have too. So they could they could mm-hmm. they could uh, they could get some reps on these scrimmages, so they know what to look for the game and not miss obvious crap. Man, you know what? That's an excellent point. I have nothing else to say on that. I I think. I think that's a great place. I think that's a great place to stop. Yeah, that was that was awesome, man. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, y'all, this is episode one ninety one of the Homeroom with Smooth podcast. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for listening. I'm out of here, man. We out.